It's time for Tower Talks with Inside Towers, the wireless infrastructure industries podcast. And here is your host, Inside Towers business editor, John Celentano. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us. This episode is sponsored by Inside Towers Intelligence, a quarterly market report that dives deep into the wireless infrastructure ecosystem. It looks at market trends, capital expenditures, relevant M&A transactions, and more. Intelligence is designed for managers, marketers, and investors. An annual subscription also includes an exclusive briefing and online support. The Q2 2021 issue is out now. For more information or to subscribe, visit insidetowers.com slash intelligence. And now to our topic for today. A key aspect of building and maintaining advanced wireless networks is that everything must be tested. That includes RF, fiber, PIM, and any number of other parameters that network operators must demonstrate to the FCC or to their customers that the network is performing to design specifications. Even after the network is up and running, extensive tests must be conducted to resolve performance issues when troubles arise. Portable test equipment used in the field and benchtop instruments used in development labs are very sophisticated and can be very expensive, and they must be periodically calibrated to maintain accuracy. A number of suppliers and distributors are making test equipment available through renting and leasing options while providing calibration and logistics support services. Here to talk about the important role that test equipment plays in wireless networks and how suppliers are enabling uh, test equipment availability is Jim Platner, Vice President of Business Operations with Electronic Rent. Jim, welcome to Tower Talks. Thanks, John. Great to be here. Jim, give us the elevator pitch on Electronic Rent and a little on your experience in the business. Very good. Well, ElectroRent is the largest uh, rental company for test and measurement equipment in the world. So we're uh, the the leader in um, North America, uh, Europe, and in Asia. So we have a global reach, and um, we have about $1.2 billion of inventory available for rent. Um, We... uh, um, well, as I said, operating all three regions in the U.S., our headquarters is in Los Angeles, so uh, West Coast based. That way, we can cover all all the all the time zones uh, across the footprint. We're uh, we've been in the business for uh, quite a while, and we have um, a number of different uh, products that cover RF, digital design, general purpose tests, industrial power. Um, technology products for uh, computers and their accessories, and that we have a specialized group that focuses on uh, telecom tests, which uh, covers R&D as well as the field service Mm -hmm. installation Mm -hmm. for fiber as well, fiber networks, transmission networks that go over them, as well as the wireless networks. That's quite a range. And products that you have a range of products that cover all those applications uh, as well. Yes, yes, we do. And um, we we represent a number of uh, leading uh, OEMs or manufacturers of Mm -hmm. the equipment. Mm -hmm. So we we don't produce anything ourselves, um, but we supply a a broad range of vendors. Uh, We're vendor agnostic, but we have specialized capabilities in terms of our salespeople and the people that support them to make sure we're able to qualify our customers' needs quickly and then get them to the to the right products, um, get their products to them so they can do their work and then uh, support them throughout that process. 
So you offer um, uh, renting and leasing options in addition to if a customer wanted to buy the equipment outright. Um, what, what, what kind of advantages does do the customers gain through these renting or leasing options? Yeah, so we just like uh, a lot of the um, rental car uh, companies, mm. there's a lot of analogies to the test equipment, right? So um, a lot of it has uh, to do with um, availability. And, uh, you know, what you need, if you need a, uh, a car or a van or, or whatever. Um, so availability is important. Um, you also have the ability to um, uh, manage the, uh, the costs to pay for what you use versus the total cost of ownership. Um, so many customers buy. And if they do buy, you know, it's a matter of the acquisition costs keeping the equipment um, maintained, calibrated. Mm-hmm. Also, when it gets to its, uh, its end of life or, or the usage has dropped off, you have to dispose of the asset mm-hmm. and then uh, take that. And, and, and we take care of all of that. So um, we, we maintain our own equipment. We have uh, a, a certified lab to different standards um, to sell to the aerospace and defense, as well as um, uh, working with the OEM so we can certify our own equipment to make sure mm-hmm. that it is um, performing uh, to their specification and calibrated so that um, the customers of ours that use the equipment know that it's a great standard for them to complete their tests because you know a lot of them are focused on making sure they can show to their customers that the tool that they use to certify their work was within calibration. Right. Um, so the the availability, the pay for what it's uh, pay for what you use, and only that, um, and uh, not have to worry about the uh, total cost of ownership or the real mm-hmm. advantages. Now, some customers rent for very short periods of time. Mm-hmm. Others have um, you know intermediate months at a time. Others um, have leasing programs that can go on for you know twelve months, twenty four months, thirty six mm-hmm. months. And um, it's just, again, very similar to what you want to do with a car. If you want to have the latest, drive the latest car for three years and um, get a refresh after that, you can manage your operating expense uh, within a certain budget very well uh, as compared to, you know, buying the, uh, the, the new product yourself. And then after that period of time, you can get the latest and greatest features and continue with that kind of steady payment as you're, as you're moving forward. Um, we have a variety of uh, uh, offerings from uh, rental, short-term, long-term, as well as leases. And there are some different financing options for customers who want to ultimately own and um, all of our equipment uh, is available for sale. Um, so, you know, depending upon what the customer starts out with, they can still have a conversation with us to see if their needs and requirements change. Uh, and, uh, and, and we address those as well. And, and used equipment is available for sale also, I'm, I'm sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> we take, we take uh, just like the largest <laughs> used car um, companies are, are those that rent cars. They take those and, and sell them because there is a, a used market for those. Yep. And then you t- we take those proceeds and invest them back into our rental pool so that we have, again, um, the latest and greatest mm-hmm. uh, products available. And in the telecom area, the standards change quite frequently. So, you know, as we're going from this 4G to 5G transition, 
right? There's a lot of emerging standards. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the some of the, um, the the fiber networks are are still the same, but uh, a lot of changes. And we have to work with our OEM partners to make sure that we have their latest tools. And they're, of course, working with the service providers and the network equipment manufacturers to um, uh, make sure that they're handling and supporting all the methods and procedures uh, to install and and, uh, maintain their products. So um, it's very, uh, very dynamic. It's actually an exciting, exciting market to be in. Um, But there's always change. And uh, and we have to keep up with that for sure. Yeah, we're we're really... um... You know, in the midst of a high cycle in, in wireless, and um, we see all of this activity going on on multiple fronts, and uh, the demand for equipment of all types, including test, uh, is is uh, really uh, at a high point uh, and, and growing actually at the moment. But you mentioned a couple of uh, customer groups, but what do you, what are your primary vertical markets that you sell into? Uh, maybe you could elaborate on that a little bit. Yeah, and just one other point I would add to the. Um uh, the equipment that we do, we are vendor agnostic. So we have a broad, um, uh-huh. a broad range of equipment. And oftentimes some of the testing requires um, you to have uh, different, uh, different tools from different vendors. And uh, that's just an important point in terms of the breadth of the offering that we have. Now, the, the markets that we do sell into, um, as I mentioned in the, a lot of our RF is um, uh, in the aerospace and defense market. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, um, as well as a lot of the manufacturers that support the, um, equipment that goes into like the telecom area. So, you know, um, but with respect to a lot of the wireless industry itself, uh, we have customers in the service provider all the way through the network equipment manufacturers to the primary um, contractors mm-hmm. through their subcontractors all throughout that ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And what we find is that customers will um, sometimes own equipment. Mm-hmm. And one of the ad- other advantages uh, with respect to renting is you can handle your peaks and valleys of your demands. So if you have a have to scale up in terms of a big project for just a couple of months to complete, that's a great opportunity to um, to use rental mm-hmm. to kind mm-hmm. of uh, top off those um, those peak requirements. And so we're you know a lot of the, that ecosystem is driven by the the services provided by the service provider. And then there will be a certain amount of equipment that the network equipment manufacturers install themselves. And then they'll rely on a scalable ecosystem of contractors. And we deal with all of that um, with our our products. And and the the products, again, go from installing the fiber, installing the transmission equipment that goes over the fiber, as well as the towers. You mentioned PIM earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all those type of uh, tests for wireless and, uh, and wireline products we support. You know, I mentioned in, in my opening remarks that the fact that these, these test uh, sets and test gear is, is fairly expensive. Give us a ballpark as far as when we talk expensive. I mean, uh, um, the price of a car, perhaps, or, or uh, you know, what are we talking about in terms of uh, relative cost? Yeah, you have you have some equipment that um, is probably in ten thousand plus or minus range, but uh, it can quickly go up to you know fifty, seventy five, a hundred, mm-hmm. two hundred thousand dollars. Again, depending mm-hmm. upon what 
what you're trying to do. So, and what options you have. Um, the good thing about a lot of our equipment is, you know, we order it to meet a broad range of uh, applications. Right, so, right. Um, you know, the, the investment can be quite significant and that's why rental is, uh, is an important option for customers to consider. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Typically, a lot of engineers tend to want to own the equipment, but right. uh, <laughs> um, you know, again, are you going to own it and sit on it for ten years? Because the utilization of the equipment is really not as much as you would think. And uh, we're in the business of utilization because you know we have the uh, equipment available for just when you need it. And uh, with the broad set of customers that we have, we're able to. Um, uh, have our utilization, you know, 70% uh, of the, of the equipment uh-huh. so uh-huh. that uh, we can address um, a broad range of customer needs for the same equipment. Uh-huh. So, so would it, it's, it's, it's a different way, you know, and, and with the, with the CapEx versus OpEx, that yes. a lot of um, uh, companies are dealing with, you know, OpEx is a great way to go to be able to uh, kind of spread that load uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And, and get more uh, with the combination. So do you find, for instance, with the field crews that they would uh, have a, a, um, an inventory of test gear that they would use while they're working in the field? But, the, you know, as their work uh, changes, um, they may turn it in or uh, does it, you give them that flexibility to use it when they need it. Yes. Well, I mean, they just pay for pay for what they use. So if they rent it for, you know, a few weeks or they rent it for a few months, you know, they'll they'll be able to uh, to to pay. Of course, the price depends upon the length of which they're going to use it. Right. So um, they can do that. And there's also um, rental is a great option for kind of downtime cover. You know, a lot of the equipment is out in the field and, and and is being used. And so. You know, we've got the ability to, if, if they own a piece of equipment and something goes wrong with it that needs to be sent for repair, but the jobs must continue, right? Mm-hmm. They can rent a piece of equipment uh, to, to cover off and continue their work while theirs is being repaired. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we maintain our equipment, as I said, which means that we maintain the calibration and, and the regular maintenance of it. Right. Um, so that it is, is functioning uh, and you get the right equipment with the right accessories at the right location at the right time. So you can get your job done. And um, another thing is with many of our customers in the telecom area for maintenance uh, or installation, there's a very tight window um, for which they need to do the work. So they got to rely on somebody to make sure that, as I said, gets the right equipment to them so that they can get in and uh, get the testing done, get out, demonstrate that they did it uh, so they can get paid. You mentioned that you carry uh, uh, a lot of um, OEM brands. Um, do you offer uh, uh, your own training and support of, uh, uh, for use of this equipment, or uh, is that really up to the OEM to provide training programs? Uh, how do you support the, uh, the field when they, they, uh, they need some uh, uh, coaching on how to use this equipment? Yeah, we, we have, um, we partner very closely with our OEMs uh, to provide support. You know, all of them have uh, very good support, but we also have our own um, uh, customer support with uh, some basic configuration capabilities. Mm-hmm. And in the telecom area, we have some specialists that are um, experienced with the equipment mm-hmm. and uh, with the app- real world applications. Uh, so we, we can help the customers not only configure um, but if there are some questions, we can help them 
um, in terms of that. Um, but we, we partner closely with the OEMs. We also have some application engineers, which are not um, just uh, answering basic applications, but get involved in more uh, complex um, hmm. uh, testing applications. So if a customer is trying to solve a problem, we, uh, we have um, the ability to have some resource that can really talk that through with them and uh, explore some different configurations, different equipment, um, uh, different options. Hmm. And we have one that focuses specifically on 5G. Excellent. Good. Well, this is this is good, Jim. Very in, informative. Um, um, so just as we wrap up, uh, any any other thoughts or concluding remarks you'd like to leave with us? Well, the the suppliers that we do um, have in our inventory, as I said, we have the largest uh, largest inventory, and we're number one in our um, rental space. But um, in the telecom area specifically, we work closely with um, uh, Viavi and Expo and Ritsu. AFL on the splicer front, uh, Fluke, um, uh, Keysight Technologies, uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. you know, with their with their products and and uh, Road Schwartz as well as Tektronics, and you know we're continuing to evaluate um, uh, new products from them uh-huh. and other uh, other vendors that um, will emerge as we you know all work towards uh, supporting the five G network uh, build out. So um, you know. You can, you guys can, uh, they can reach us at uh, www.electorant.com. Also, um, 1 800 553 2255. And um, we support uh, uh, both the US and Canada from our Uh operations in Los Angeles Uh and um, are really excited to be participating in this uh, this 5G network development. It's going to be busy. Yes, absolutely. Uh, look, we appreciate your time and, and your insights uh, uh, here, Jim. And uh, thanks for uh, enlightening us on the electoral rent story. It's uh, quite interesting. Okay. Thank you, John. And thanks to all of you for listening in. This concludes this episode. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening to Tower Talks. To subscribe to our podcast, our daily newsletter, or use our other industry resources, please visit InsideTowers.com. Until next time, you've been listening to Tower Talks from Inside Towers, the wireless infrastructure industries podcast.